Beep, beep. It's Erica Blueberry. We're back again. Uh, it's an unassuming Destiny podcast, as you can tell by my truck's hat. We don't take things very seriously around here. My name is Chili Bin. I'm Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the idea for the hat intro, and then about halfway through it, I was like, I don't know how I'm dismounting. I, I don't know how I get into the episode from this. Yeah, just and land. But like one of those gymnasts who break their ankle when they land and try and, and they still like... have to do the stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just fall over. <sighs> um, I have had the air conditioning and a fan under my desk that I got this week running all day. And I've turned them off for this to minimize that background noise. But I'm maximizing the armpit sweat. And I can feel it running down my torso. It's uncomfortable. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad um, smell of vision doesn't exist. Oof. Well, I would also smell like uh, the panthen skin ointment because uh, I got new, t- new tattoo work done a couple of days ago, um, which I'm also trying not to bump on shit constantly. Uh, so that's fun. I'm just uncomfortable. It's summer in Australia. That's how you can sum up existence pretty much, though. Yeah. I stop wearing sleeves and I sweat all the time. Soup weather. Mm, butt soup. Anyway, um... This is going to be a rather large episode, I think. Uh, as much as we generally, the show is not uh, let's react to the to the twab and talk about what's in the twab. Uh, the last couple have been pretty substantial, and some stuff related to the raid that's coming with Witch Queen. So we thought we might actually, this time at least. Uh, we actually delayed recording of this episode so that we could talk about this week's one and not have to wait almost a full week to to talk yeah. about some some pretty interesting stuff that's coming down the pipe. I uh, saw some of the the information that DMG teased yesterday, just like, mm. "Hey, Twab is coming. Here's what to look out for." And I think I messaged you immediately and was like, "Look at this tweet. I think we might have to push it back a day because some." Yeah, raid raid drop announcement is coming, and then also on top of that, some of the big pinnacle and engram stuff. Yeah, and like, I think I think the main motivation was we didn't want to become one of those shows that's just constantly reacting to the 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 twab coming out every week and you know picking it apart, and that's not really the point I think of what we're doing. But neither of us are technical kind of players anyway i think if we we, yeah. we had to sum up our play style when it comes to the game itself we both kind of feel our way through destiny a fair bit yeah. it's what feels good we don't yeah. look at the technicalities so yeah it doesn't make sense for us to approach this technically either yeah um oh, this beer is giving me gas uh but anyway before we get to two weeks worth of twabs um we need to check in on your like year goals for Destiny because you've been busy. I've been busy. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, the day that the pod dropped, last episode dropped, uh, arms came up in the rotation, and I believe it was Bay of Drowned Dr- Wishes. Lost Sector stuff. Yes. Yes. Uh, Bay of Drowned Wishes, if I remember the name of that yeah. place. Which, I mean, of the Lost Sectors, not the worst, to have to do a, a legend on to get exotics. Yeah, plenty of cover. Um, you kind of got some corridors to to bottleneck enemies with. Yeah. Um, as it's a warlock, too. too. 
yeah as yeah. a warlock as well um a lot of the supers work really well because most of that lost sector is out in the open yeah uh yeah so i think i ended up doing three runs um first run only one death i got really excited because i saw the yellow and mm -hmm. i was like yes i got them it was nothing medicals yeah, and I've, <laughs> Which I've not I used already those. dropped. They're, they're I was real angry. And, like grenades, right? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, real fucking annoyed because I got excited <laughs> for a second. Burned all your RNG on the first run. <laughs> um, it's it's like when we did, which raid was it? We did a raid, and I thought I dropped the exotic for the raid, and it ended up being another exotic. I think it was DSC. Where I squeaked for a second because I dropped an exotic, and then it ended up being a crown of it was a crown of, of yeah. tempest. <laughs> I saw the exotic engram God. and started squealing. The worst thing would be if that exotic engram went to the postmaster and then you went to get it because it not only is it disappointing, but it's delayed. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was the meme uh, for a couple of weeks. There was uh, can't wait for Mickey to get another crown of tempest. <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. off. <laughs> uh, second run was two deaths um me just getting overconfident only got enhancement calls on that one and then the third run was a flawless run and i did it in record time and got the necros blessed and it's all i've used since yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you get that thorn necrotic grip combo for the first time i think when i first like got it put it together it's all i ran on my warlock for like two weeks um, as you learned the other night, my other favorite game is um, to go hee hee and then um, slap things and make them green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing strikes. Hee hee. It's like if you're doing um, Russian slap fighting, but you're using green chalk and then just smack and then they all spread it. I like making things green. Yes, Green you do. and retired. <laughs> green and dead. Green and retired. Uh yeah. So the only um goal that I have for 2022 left is roll another character. That won't be happening. <laughs> what? Just on principle alone. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> you you'll keep that? telling me. You'll keep telling me the the benefits, but I can see me not rolling a character just to annoy people actually starting to annoy people, and that was where you're fucked up. <laughs> I mean, like, seeing how much time you have available to put into the game, I don't know what you'd get out of even doing that. To be honest, that's it, right? Like, like it it takes a good investment of time to get a second, a third character up to a point where they're usable at the same point your main is. Yeah. That being Maybe said, in Witch Queen, because they're yeah. bringing, which we'll talk about later, they're bringing everything up. But yeah. at the moment, I, I also very much like that I've kind of, certain aspects, not every aspect, but I've, I've kind of mastered the Warlock. And I've kind of worked my way into the clan where I'm the reliable warlock. Like, if you guys need mm. a rift, you need a well, you need chaos reach, you need anything like that, a support role. Sound like a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. what you need? I need one of those. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> oi, oi. Um, 
I'm I'm happy and confident to do that. I know well placements. I know rift placements. I know combinations. I know overshields. Mm. I know when to use them. Like I, I use overshields quite a lot in the um the clone section of DSC that I've forgotten the name A-tracks. of. Atrax. Yeah. Um. I'm just I'm the reliable warlock in that way. If we need a warlock and someone else in the clan wants to try a hunter or a titan. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to be that. I've always kind of played the support role in in the clan, so no point in me changing into offensive and defensive roles when I'm quite happy in a support role anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's um I mean like I've got one of each. My Titan is my main. Mm-hmm. And the other two are like both down here, right? Like I've got and like of the exotics I would want for each, I've got one it's got okay stats. Most of the armor is master worked, but even then, like I don't have a lot of options or variability in the builds that I can do. Mm. Um, because I just haven't put the time in to be fair. Like uh, I think it's wasted on destiny.com. We'll give you a breakdown of like total time in game per character. My Titan is something like a thousand hours and the other two are like maybe a hundred, 200, something like that. And that shows, like, I just don't have the options for builds and I like playing them, but yeah, it takes time. I, um, I think for, like, we have a relatively small clan with like a pretty tight rotation of the Mm. same six to nine-ish people that we do raids and activities with. And we've all kind of got our, our, like, our, our class. Yeah. And I feel like too, there's definitely there's definitely been times, especially in Vogue, where someone has made a call and we are very used to seeing one of our clan members who always plays Hunter and he's decided to play Titan or Warlock and he makes a call and I feel like instinctively we are looking for his Hunter sometimes. Yeah. I know I do it with your Titan. Yes. Like you'll you'll be like, Mechie on me and I'm looking for a Titan and you'll be like, I'm over here and I have that like, oh, yeah. moment. Yeah. Um. We all we all have our own, funnily enough, all of us have our own distinctive color palettes too that we've just that yeah, my, wasn't my, even organized. We no, just naturally my, my fell into to, color palettes. Mine tends to change maybe every three to six months where I'm like actually the last time I really changed was Festival of the Lost came out and I was like, Ooh, I'm gonna do a spooky orange and black theme and then the thirtieth anniversary hit and I was like, I'm gonna make this motherfucker look like he goes to punk shows. And that's probably the most I've changed my look in a long time. Usually I would run kind of like a black and red for a long time. Um, but yeah, I tend to just like stick with one for a while and then, I, then I'll then i like either drop an ornament, unlock a shader, get some new bit of gear and I'm like, oh, I'm going to build a new look around this. Or I just get bored and I'm like, let's go blue. Let's go I remember for a yellow. while you had the all gold titan for I a did. little bit with the, yeah. the see-through tummy. Like the, the- yeah, the um, Hellfire heart with the like the one that makes it look like a jet engine. Mm. Yeah. Oh God. That was like your, I might your get look. back to that. The bright gold fucking jet boy. <laughs> kind of and it's it. like mine is black and yellow or black and gold. Most typically yeah. some form of, or, um, skelly ghoul. Cause it's mm. crusty. Yeah. But it's like when, just um, look for, just look for a crusty warlock. It's yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. It was like when, um, curious of the falling star dropped, path of burning steps as well like the default look because they didn't have ornaments when they first dropped the default look 
was so far away from any of my my fit so i had to like build around that because i really wanted to use that piece of equipment and i was like well it doesn't fit with anything i've got and the shaders look ass because of how they sat with the one that i was using anyway um all that to say i don't think you need to roll alternate characters i might I for witch queen i'll see how yeah I and i mean it'd be interesting like to see how you exactly the same as yeah. my current <laughs> one so no one knows <laughs> like it would be interesting to see how you find them like with the way that you play the game um how they feel for you but yeah again it's it takes a bit of time we're gonna have so much to do when witch queen drops especially in that first couple of weeks i don't yeah maybe it's a later this year thing i wouldn't yeah. be doing it like around leading up to or like directly after witch queen drops mm. i i definitely want to get my warlock leveled power mm. leveled basically but then on top of that i do want to kind of optimize my warlock for the raid as well mm. obviously we don't know a lot going into it but i do definitely want to um just optimize that build so that i can play i've got a couple of different builds in mind mm. um obviously between now and then some exotics or even when witch queen comes out we might have some exotics or new weapons to fuck with True. but i definitely have a couple of different builds in mind for a support role defense role and then a heavily offensive like when i get a little bit cocky and start punching yeah things. that actually like of of the ways that you play it's very defensive <laughs> like primarily very, very like very defensive and supportive i think if you were to if you were to pick one place to invest more time if it was alternate characters or something with your warlock there's something to be said for like putting together some builds and play styles around being a really offensive warlock yeah um, i've started picking up um scout rifles and longer range weapons as well to kind of get yeah, myself used to that even even like doing a bottom tree void and making use of things like devour and you know the sort of the sort of builds that warlock mains use to solo dungeons like those sort of setups yeah um that that could be interesting if, I also you know, really if you, like Blink. Yeah, I've, like, never, I've never tried it and it confuses me. <laughs> I really like it for really intense high ad areas. I think there's to there's a lot out. to be said about it. Just like, yeah, gotta go. Bye. Um, and just bounce out, drop a well, come back in or drop a rift and then come mm. back in or even just take time to recover along with Devour. It, it's really good. I just do not like the supers in yeah. Void. They're not my jam. That that being said, um, uh, it could change. You don't need to use the super. <laughs> like I like when I was running Hallowed Fire Heart on a Solar Titan. The point of that exotic is that if your super's full, all of your abilities charge faster. So I spent most of my time never using the super and just relying mm. on grenades, melee, sunspots, and just clearing rooms with that. There's and a then, couple of and then the super the super becomes more of a ripcord like i need to get out of here quick i'm gonna throw some hammers and run away um there's definitely a couple of warlock exotics that i can't remember the name of that have that kind of energy mm. like get your grenades back quicker get yeah and then warlocks have a lot of mods too that are like hey if you use your like um 
item perk, sorry, that mm. are like, oh yeah, if you if you use this when you're surrounded by enemies, this will get charged quicker. Or yeah. if you use this when you're surrounded by allies, this will get charged. And like the uh, charge with light builds, I yeah. will admit, for warlocks can be pretty OP at times. Mm. Um, and that's coming from someone who actually for a really long time leaned on warmind builds. Yeah. I really liked warmind war builds when we all... So, yeah, yeah, well, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you're using, I think it's powerful friends, or or if someone on your fire team is using, there's one of them where if you use your super, it gives people around you charged with light. And so, if yeah. you're not using your super, but people around you are because you're throwing a well, and then you use those charged with light stacks to proc things like protective light, that can be like a really strong support build. Yeah, there, there's a lot of, like, there's no outright, like, it's not like a paladin or a cleric mm. or, like, a healer. There's no outright class like that in in Destiny. But you can very much see through the abilities and some of the mods and some of the perks that yeah. Warlocks kind of do swing more in the support role. And I think that's why when I first started playing it and I tried out all the characters, I yeah. definitely swung more. Have you? I, I have was you... playing Hunter when I kept playing the Forsaken intro over and over again because right. i didn't have the full game at that time mm. um that's right. and i was i did have the hunter and then i started playing with you guys and doing activities with you guys and doing raids and stuff like that and i think i learned very quickly when we started doing um leviathan runs that my skill set and my game sense is more equipped for warlock and that makes sense because in mm. other games Final Fantasy Online, WoW, everything like that. I've always played a support or a healer yeah. class. So, have you ever um, fucked around with Lumina much? Exotic yeah. hand cannon. I yeah. ran that stack for a little bit. I think there was an activity just before Beyond Light that we were doing where I, oh, I ran the Lumina stack. The fucking contact season of arrivals. That Maybe one? we were doing like legendaries and masters and GMs and stuff, and I ran the Lumina right. stack in something and. We all went, oh, holy fuck. Okay, Mechie's a support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that, that can be... If you're just, like, standing in your rift, shooting healing bullets at your friends, that can be pretty fun. I think that's why I also like Boots of the Assembler so much. Yeah, yeah. You put both those together, you're just, like, you're just like an ambulance. You're just dishing out healing. Maybe this weekend we'll get in and I'll, I'll do that role and we'll fuck with it in a couple yeah, of strikes or something. Out. yeah. Um, never thought of that yeah why not just all you're doing is slinging healing out to the homies what you need I got you you want damage to enemies actually not well, fresh mean, out I mean in real life I'm that person that you wake up after a big night out drinking and I've already boss side you with a with like Powerade and Panadol so <laughs> makes sense I'm that homie who's like drink water before you go to bed <laughs> yeah don't be a moron get in the shower oh boy um so yeah, that's that's my last kind of New Year's Destiny-based New Year's resolution. Yeah, I um, I actually went and like based on you know the conversations we've had here, I made a little like checklist for myself of sort of witch queen prep and a couple of like general things I just want to get done. Um, I'm like one triumph away from getting the uh, MMXXI seal. Um. That should be pretty doable. I just have to, like, I think the one I'm going to do is 
the one where you have to go in a gambit, kill a bunch of enemies using seasonal weapons. So I'll probably just take like Ascendancy or Salvage's Salvo and just do that for a few hours until it's done. Oh, I've got to do that too. So <sighs> Yeah, like I've got maybe three left available and I only need to do one and I'm not going to go do the trials one. It's just like win rounds of trials, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, no. Gross. I don't know if it like gives you bonus points for like having one matches the same way that um oh there was some triumph or bounty that worked that way um but yeah and it's things like um we'll get to it but i want to turn in all my gunsmith materials um oh, i was looking at the list earlier and i'm forgetting half of it but yeah just those like little cleanup things ahead of a new expansion season doing a little bit of bounty stacking um what else there was a couple of things, and now I'm forgetting. Anyway, it's a big old list. It's all it's all little things. Um, but yeah, I will talk about that, I guess, next week because I my memory's bad and it's hot. And leave me alone. Ah, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. All right. Yeah. Um, in terms of talking about these twabs. The one from last week. Yes, that's a good place to start. Yeah. Like it there's, rolls there's, on. there's not much from that that I think. Actually, I'm looking at the notes here. There's actually shitloads. I'm an idiot. Um, look, we'll just do last week's, then we'll do this week's. Um, and then that's probably enough for today. <laughs> See you in an hour. Um, so I guess off the top, the, the, the big thing that everybody seemed to take away from last week's uh, TWAB was the, the fact that Orbs of Power are no longer generated from getting multi-kills on masterworked weapons. Um, a, yeah, a bunch of people kind of lost their shit because that's all that they really said. Uh, there were a bunch of tweets from people that work at Bungie saying like, hey, there's actually more information coming that kind of puts this in context, helps it make sense. Um, I do get the the way that they're breaking that information up and staggering its release is a little frustrating because not that orbs are like generating orbs of power off those weapon multi kills are that impactful. It is still how some people form builds, right? Like uh, I think it's taking charge. If you pick up one of those orbs, you get charged with light. Um, I've built around that for sure. Um, mm. and they like they were kind of giving vague hints of like, yeah, there's there's other changes to weapons coming that help with this. Um, so it's kind of a, I mean, like any of these these announcements, it's a wait and see. The release is still a month away. We don't know how it's going to play. They have said they're bringing more information, so. Just be patient, I guess. Like, <laughs> I, I was trying to think of the last time one of these things blew up. Um, might have been like the ability rework stuff, or when they were making changes to like, there was something about sliding I remember people getting real mad about. And then it kind of just worked out to be fine. It was the same with Transmog. People lost their mind yeah. over Transmog too, and it ended up being nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, 
there were some inefficiencies about that system and there kind of still are, but also like who's grinding that many transmog bounties? Like you, yeah. Unless you do the destiny fashion show stuff. Like even then, like, I don't know. Like I, I don't have as many transmogs on my, my hunter, my warlock, but on my Titan, I've still got like 15 that I could use to unlock a piece as an ornament. And I'm just not like I went in there. I did my first pass of like, yeah, I'm making this look. I need this, 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 everything else I've kind of already got. Built a look, done. All it took was three of them. I don't need, like it's 10 a season. And then this season they reset it a couple of weeks ago because it's a longer season. So that's 20 this season. Um, yeah, that kind of turned, it, turned out to be fine. And they took part of the annoying grind out. Because they were like, yeah. yeah, you know what? You're right. It does suck. Um, so yeah, like this, when I first read this, and the fact that it's going, like the, the orbs on weapon multi-kills is going into a helmet armor mod. Yeah, that is like, if you take that on face value, that kind of sounds annoying. But they said they're going to say more about it. You know? Yeah, that, like that, um, that message that they're going to say more about it probably should have been in that twelve at the same time, just to stop this happening. Mm. Um, but it'll probably be fine, just like everything else. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, yeah, after this past week, I am never looking at the Destiny of the Game subreddit again. It's uh, all very reactionary and based off opinion and assumption, which is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it's it's people just fucking wildly speculating. But the, I mean, the thing this week that finally put the nail in the coffin was like they did a community focus on, uh, forgive me if, if I get this wrong, but Gamer Girl Grey, I think, is her sort of handle online. Um, and a bunch of people just being incredibly sexist and shitheads in the comments, just like, why? Because... She plays with her friends in Iron Banner. Like, all these claims of, like, ah, she's stacking. It's like, no, she's just, like, in a fire team, like... With her homies. That's kind she's of the point. Vibing. That's also what, the point. That's also why what? freelance Iron Banner exists, is because if you don't want to encounter that, you can avoid it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't understand how, like, that 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 pocket of the community and like it feels like a bigger pocket of the community than it is because they tend to mm. be the loudest yes so they tend to scream over everyone else which means they feel like a bigger part of the community but kind of when you peel back or even just take a broader look at the community a lot of it is super supportive mm. super chill you know it's just unfortunately the louder voices in the community at the moment are the shitheads yeah but it's like i i kind of saw some of that stuff on twitter mm. where it's the discourse was very much like okay well you're stacking with your homies or you are playing with your homies and it's fine but then this particular person who happens to be like just for argument's sake not playing devil's advocates advocate because fuck that but is a fe just happens to be a woman or mm. identifies a woman and now it's it's not chilling with the homies or playing with friends it's stacking. Yeah. It's like, where's the. Because you don't like it. Personally, yeah. you're offended because someone who isn't 
a cis white dude has been given the spotlight for once. Well, it's also like there's a lot and of people being like, oh, problem. We, it's, it's a lot of people who lost to that team and they're yeah. all butthurt about it. It's like, come on. <laughs> and this is like, just to veer off a little bit, this is the same reason. And it, like, I saw Destiny community members engaging in the, and I'll say it, the wrong side of the discourse when the esports CSGO all female league was announced. Mm. You know, they were taking a certain esport announcer's I am esports side. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and they were saying the same thing. And it was like, well, th- this exact rhetoric is why women sometimes need their own leagues. It's yeah. not a skill cap. It's not a barrier to the barrier to entry is you. Mm. It's not our skills. We're not lacking skills. We're not any different from you. There are some amazing female gamers, not even just in Destiny, but in a lot of different esports whose barrier to entry is literally people who sit online and get salty because someone who doesn't look like them is getting attention they can't self-insert into this esport player so they're getting salty that's it the people who get annoyed and upset out this and see the negative of it only do it because they cannot self-insert yeah so and i think we should give more community spotlights to people who don't look like the average destiny player well the thing is like we don't know what the average destiny player actually even is we just know what the loud ones look like yeah (laughs) like there are some amazing people of color who are destiny players with beautiful healthy communities who oh i mean like like everyone has basically seen this guy at this point but shout out to amaze um it's like u-h-m-m-a-y-z-e i forget the spelling dude has been doing like weekly videos on twitter I, I think he's on like YouTube as well, but he's basically just like freestyle rapping and topping crucible leaderboards at the same time on a controller. And I'm just watching it. I'm like, dude, I can't, I can barely manage a KD above one and you're doing better than anyone in the game while spitting bars. Yeah. And he's that, fucking like, hilarious. Yeah. Too. And like that dude is starting to get his Jews, but like he's been doing that shit for ages. Yeah. That's my fucking neighbors. Shut up. Um they anyway. agree with us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They 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 support minority streamers. Let's let's get after it. Um so yeah. The orbs change. A bunch of people got mad over kind of nothing. Like they they're trying to like Bungie is still one of the most transparent game developers about a live service game I think there is. Like this is these are changes that are not coming for another month. You know, yeah, the messaging maybe wasn't ideal, but now they can gather some feedback. They can maybe just let you know what's coming. Just fucking hang out, wait, give it a week, give it two weeks. They'll say more. There are there are a lot of like live games and online games, momopagas, mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. that you find out about a change when it's been hot fixed in and it's a pop-up when you sign in or you go to play your character and you go this feels different and then you go and google it yeah or like Like, i there's some games i have on steam that do an okay job of like posting messages through the steam platform to say like here's some changes that are coming or some changes that just happened but you know usually that's pretty close to when those changes are coming unless it's an early access game but bungie is like you know, we're flagging shit that's a month, two months away. We're just saying, like, yeah, this is a big change, so we're letting you know. 
right? Like they don't owe us that, mm. but they're still doing it. Despite reactions like this, they keep doing yeah. it. It's reactionary. Yeah, it is. Um, don't like change. Yeah. Other stuff in that that is like completely separate, but also quite good. Um, they've said, you know, previously the season artifact, you can only unlock 12 out of the like, I think it's 25 mods in that thing. And then to reset the artifact is like this increasing cost the more you do it. Uh, I think the highest I've seen someone get it is like 70 or 80,000 glimmer to reset the artifact. Um, so they've said, look, you can now earn all of them within a season. The rate of unlocking that first 12 should still be about the same. Um, but, you know, there's a fair few of us in our in our clan that managed this season at least to hit season rank two, 300 something. Um, so I feel like we're going to get them all, uh, which is nice because I usually have to make some concessions along the way of like, well, I'm not going to use this weapon. So this anti-champ mod, I'm just not going to grab and then I get late in the season. I'm like, actually, I kind of want that. Um, this season, I think, was a good example because like everything's around uh, fusion rifles, right? And I've never fucked with them until this season when Particle Deconstruction came out and then Unstoppable Fusion Rifle. Because I, I was looking at that as like, oh, it's a six cost. How good are fusion rifles, really? I'll get Unstoppable somewhere else. And then it turns out they're actually fucking good. Um, and so I had to reset the artifact uh, and and go back and pick those up. So it's nice not to have to do that, especially with the um, the artifice armor coming out of that master grasp of avarice with that extra slot. Maybe we can sneak another one in there. Who knows? Um, so having more mods is nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is like the exhaustive list, but in terms of anti champ mods, they gave us a little bit of a rundown. So we've got. Anti-barrier scouts making a return, which I fucking miss this season. Holy shit, the only option is auto rifles. See, Oof. I like anti-barrier auto, but that's because I got the god roll for gnawing hunger, which yeah, has my, a high high magazine. So my problem is like I'm usually trying to pop those barriers from far enough away mm. that I'm spraying too many bullets to actually get it half the time. Like, especially with doing those master loss sector runs, and I'm trying to keep in cover, stun a barrier champ, and I'm doing it with, like, Chroma Rush, which is not the most accurate weapon. Um, and then I just have to work around it. But, yeah, so anti-barrier scouts coming back, anti-barrier bows. I'm kind of kind of interested. I don't know if we've had that before. I don't think so. It's overload. It's been overload. It's been overload. A few times, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm imagining maybe, I don't know, a bit of Trinity Ghoul, a bit of Tikus might work. I don't know if the explosions will proc it, but it's worth a try. Love me, love me a Tikus. Um, in terms of overload, we've got auto rifles, which we, we have had, I think, last season. Yeah, a while ago. Yeah, Actually, and then no, I think. overload SMGs, which I think we've also had before. But I never yeah. liked it because you had to dump so much ammo to get it to proc. Yeah. They have also said they've made changes to make stunning overloads more reliable, which... That's very nice. I'm very glad to hear because there's, there's some encounters where they're just a bit fucky. 
So we'll see. We'll see if that fixes all of those. Um, and then unstoppable glaives. Oh, yeah. Yes. And the glaive, of course, has like a few different firing options. So I wonder how that's going to work. Because like, if you think about unstoppable pulse and sidearm this season, you have to aim down sights for a bit before it essentially readies an unstoppable round. Mm. When you've got a thing that is a melee weapon, a range weapon. Because, yeah, you can, like, attack with it like it's a sword on a stick, but then you can also shoot with it. And I think there's a third firing option. Which one of those is the unstoppable one, or are they all? And then do you have to, like, aim for a... I I don't know. Damage-based, maybe? Yeah. Well... And the thing with like unstoppable fusion rifles, I think that's based on when you ready it. So when you pull it out, then you've got it for like a short period. I think it's been a while since I used it. So maybe that's what it is. That would probably be easier given the way that weapon is supposed Walk to work. Walk up and bonk the unstoppables. Bonk. Just like, Ow. you're just like poking it with a big stick. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, and then they're just like sitting there like, oh, you got me. Gets distracted and drops yeah. it. Shit. Stop it. <laughs> it's just, no, it's it's like you've you've somehow managed to poke it right in the belt buckle and its pants have fallen down. And it's like fumbling to pull them up. <laughs> what? My pantaloons. <laughs> I thought you said break out the loons. <gasps> ah. Dak and unstoppable. Guys, stop. <laughs> yes, we're just bullying unstoppables with our big knife gun. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that is the extent of mod options for champs. Obviously, we've got weapons with intrinsic anti-champ stuff, especially Arbalest now, blessed anti-barrier weapon. Um, but interesting, interesting nonetheless. Small favorites. I am very excited for anti-barrier scout. Like sitting back with a dead man's tail and just being like, "Fuck your barrier, get out of here." That was always fun. Yeah, actually. Uh, um, they have also like said they're going to lower the cost of changing the energy type of a masterworked piece of armor. Piece. Oh, that was piece of nice. armor. Piece of armor. Um, that is nice. really nice because I've there are. There are a couple of pieces I have where I've masterworked them, but I'm like, man, if they were just arc instead yeah. of void, but the cost to change them is a bit pricey, especially when you yeah. are looking to also do other stuff, upgrade weapons, stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. So you I think sometimes got a handoff between changing the subclass mm. or the energy type of a masterwork or masterworking a weapon. Or do what I did and you've got like a piece of armor say it's chest, right? I've got three different masterworked piece of chest armor, one for arc, one for void, one for solar. Like that is expensive. And I think they've like, I'm, I didn't write the cost down, but I think they've said the cost to change it is something like one upgrade module and a stack of glimmer. It's maybe like, I don't know, 30,000 glimmer, something like that. And there may have been one other resource, but it's, it's pretty, pretty doable. Um, and then the last thing I've written down here is the 30th anniversary content they said is staying, quote, through 2022. I take that to mean 
the rest of this year. I don't know if that means up until the next expansion, Lightfall, um, whenever that is. Or, yeah, I don't know if through 2022 means also next year. But either way, Star Horse is staying. Yeah. Yeah, and Zer's little treasure hoard. That's His treasure hole. That stuff is just fun. I'm glad it's staying. It's good. That's yeah. That's it. Like I, I'm excited to have something goofy. Yeah. To fuck around in and not have to wait for the next seasonal event. Yeah, and like, like given given how Star Horse's favor works, that could also be a really interesting place to go and like try out builds with the new void system, new weapons, new exotics. You know, just to drop in and be like, look, my heavy ammo keeps regenerating. Get fucked. Yeah. And just just play around with stuff, you know. That could be fun. Yeah, it's like it's not like grasp or something. It's all like a low stakes activity. Oh yo, that the... is a little bit more beefier than a strike. So you can go in and fuck around with builds in that, which I have done in the past. Yeah, but also that grasp opening section. Mint. Very good for farming. For farming catalysts, yes. I, I did it with the it took me this long. I did it with the Ace of Spades catalyst. because <laughs> um, I just yeah, needed I to get a stack of kills with it. Um that's where I do all my catalysts. Yeah, so it's basically as good, in my opinion, it's as good as a throwaway, and you don't have to touch Shattered Throne to get there. It's mm. literally the opening to the dungeon. Um, so it's pretty good. It's pretty good for that. I hope they don't change that, because you can just stand there. Whether or not you pick up the engrams that drop doesn't matter. Um, I think... I was farming catalysts for so long. I was farming the Ace of Spades catalyst for so long. I got up to the maximum 100 stacks of those like cursed engrams um, before before I finished. And then I just, I left. Like, bye. <laughs> yeah, you only need 60 to open that door and I was holding more than enough. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Um, yeah, I think that's everything from last week's TWAB, right? Yeah. Unless you had something that I'm missing? No, you pretty much covered it all. Um, all the major takeaways, I think, for me as... That's that's the problem with TWAB, too. Like, we're going to pull... And another reason we didn't want to cover them too yeah. much. The stuff we pull as important from the TWABs might not be what you listening would find important. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I don't just want to be, like, a news service. It's like, hey... Here's everything that's in the TWAB and what it means. It's like, yeah, there's, there's people you. doing that already. Like, go read Paul Tassie. Go read some Forbes Destiny articles. That motherfucker's I mean, been doing this shit. Kotaku's even jumping in on it now, They're too. all doing it. Actually, shout Everywhere's out to, getting their, their uh, own Destiny fan, writers. Fanbyte is really good for it. It's like a, they just kind of write about whatever they feel like, and it turns out they've got a couple of people on staff that really love Destiny, and they've like written some decent guides and, and things like that, so... That's, Anywhere wants to hire me to yell about Destiny, oh, I'll gladly do it. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to write things, I guess. I don't know. Um, cool. All right. Should we talk about this week's? Yes. This week has a lot of really fun this stuff. This week is it. a chunky, chunky twab. Um, fuck. Where do we even start? Um, uh, you want to talk some numbers? Well, to begin with. They, around the same time as the TWAB, they dropped another little Throne Realm 
trailer. Oh, there was like, it was like a 20 second video. It's like a little Twitter. like, ooh, here's a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you picked up that there was a slightly different musical theme at the end over yeah. the Witch Queen logo. Yeah. It wasn't as Savathun's song No, it, it straight up was normal. not Savathun's song. Um, but it was like a little is... four-note stinger, and I was like, I'm pretty sure they've used this in the previous trailers. What is this song? Yeah, we're, we're usually pretty used to the new, 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 like, stinger when we, we think of Savathun and everything they've done to roll up to Savathun and Witch Queen. So hearing another little mm. was... I didn't pick it up the first time, and then when you said it, I went back and watched the trailer again. I was like, oh, holy shit, you're right, yeah. actually. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Little detail. I don't know if that's going to be anything. Um, there's like a, a fun little ghost at the end, too. So, I don't know if they're teasing hmm. another exotic ghost shell. I mean, probably, or if they've already they announced that are. ghost shell. No, they but haven't. But it's fun. That's it's very me. simple. I like it. Yeah. Um, yes. So, I started at the beginning and then I got tired. Not going to lie. <laughs> there was a lot in it. There's a lot of detail. Yes. Um, I think the, the the big thing I picked up was them just extrapolating a little bit more on stuff they'd already said. Um, Blu-ray rewards will stop dropping from playlist activities now. Yes. Um, and instead you'll get them just by killing enemies. Um, yeah, I, I think that was talking once about Once you've like... reached the soft cap and the soft cap yes. will now be 1500. Yeah, I think the the playlist activity thing, I think that was more about the rewards you get at the end of the activity. Yeah, so less blues, more purples. And no, a I think it was bit. no blues for that. Yeah, no blues, more purples, and a slightly higher chance of dropping exotics now. Yeah. Um, and I think they drop, they plan to drop more enhancement cores as well, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think so. Um, but blues will still drop as world drops regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just like, I get it. Like when you, when you finish a strike and all you get is blues, like that is the worst shit. And like crucible, obviously, like you only get it at the end. Um, same with gambit. Sometimes they're good to feed to other things though, if you need to get them. Yeah. But, it, but, it, but it's that point, but like once you get past the soft cap, they're pointless. They, they drop at 20 low, 20, usually 20 points lower well they roughly. no they, they they drop at that they drop at that cap at but you're cap, already yeah. past it so they don't do anything for you unless you're so trying I'm still to dropping, be a I'm mean still dropping 1320s yeah exactly um but yes okay so you touched on soft cap and we should talk about the numbers yes so soft cap will be 1500 through general gameplay um, and then you can peek out at 1560, 6, 13, 15, sexy, 1560 uh, through endgame PvP and raid activities, which is fun. Yes. Um, there's obviously the 10 below that, 1550, which is what people usually call the powerful cap. Mm. Um, so after that point, only pinnacles will get you up to that 1560. Um, but also, I don't think we put it in the notes, the Raising the Power Floor. Um, so currently the maximum gear score is 1330. They're setting, with the release of Witch Queen, they're setting the floor to 1350, which means everybody's starting at the same fucking point, regardless of if you've power leveled this season and your season rank 1000, 
or you're someone who's never played the game before or has lapsed, you're coming in at 1350 regardless. Um, there was a tweet that I uh, found from at Kevin OSX, which I think is a pretty good a pretty good at. Um, basically saying, uh, you know, them resetting everyone's power level to 1350 doesn't, I'm just going to quote it, doesn't encourage people not to play. Instead, it tells them that it's okay if you need to step away and that they won't be left to, left behind when you're ready to come back. And like doing that at the release of a big expansion that they've hyped the shit out of, I think it's 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 really cool. It's smart and yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. And that, uh, I think that's that's a lot of new lights and returning lights um, mm-hmm. without overusing the term barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. As you jump on and your mates are already, well, in my experience, just in the two weeks between me saying, yeah, I'll come play Destiny, and then actually being able to come play Destiny, you guys were so far ahead of me. Mm. And I had to more or less be carried back up to that point because there was so much content that I'd not been able to catch up on. Yeah. So I, w- I spent a lot of time catching up on content just so I could get up to the same level and run activities with you guys because mm. I was way too far behind, even to do strikes with you guys at times. Yeah. So that's that's brilliant. Like mm. that's going to stop things like that happening. Yeah. And it's also going to make it more comfortable for new lights as well. Like they're not going to have to have their hand held as dramatically as they do mm. now, really. Yeah. Like I'm still hoping they fix that onboarding experience in terms of like explaining the world and why quests and bounties and all the shit it makes you do matters. Mm. Um, but in terms of, you know, the numbers and being able to access activities the same way everyone else is i think it's a good change actually i I, like i can't remember back to beyond light if they did that kind of power floor reset if they did it wasn't it wasn't widely discussed no um but anyway everyone's coming at 1350 flat then everything you drop after that will be an increase once you get up to 1500 that's when you hit the soft cap, as you mentioned. Then it's on to powerful and pinnacle rewards up to 1550. And then it's only pinnacles for that remaining 10, just to summarize the whole experience that is the Destiny power grind. <laughs> yeah. I think that they're easing kind of the sharp corners on that power grind a little bit. Yeah. Especially for new players or return players, which is... I feel like that's where a lot of people fall off Mm. because they're not having an enjoyable first 12, 20 hours. Yeah. Also, they've in-game never really explained that reward system well. No. They they say, like, this will give you a powerful, this will give you a pinnacle, but they've never really given indications of, like, here's the optimized way to actually use these. A lot of Destiny is independent research. (laughs) It is. Yeah. And... I I still hope that they bring more of that in-game. Because not a lot of people... Like, if you're starting this game for the first time, you don't know to go look for that stuff. Mm. You don't know to go dig up a 300-page Google Doc that explains leveling or whatever the fuck. Like, you would expect the game to tell you, right? Yeah. Anyway. Like a player's guide in-game. Oh, yeah. Exactly. 
Which, I mean, we've got all the law tabs and the law books, so there's there's really, like, and obviously we can't put words in Bungie's mouth, but, like, yeah, from got, a player's the perspective, there's, there's really nothing stopping them from writing a player's guide in the vein of law. Yeah. Like the Vanguard's new light book. Like, you, you wake up as a new light, so why do we not have, like... Yes. A book for new lights, like... Yeah. Yeah, all of these reward structures could be in-game, in-fiction, but it's, like, obvious enough what they're talking about that it becomes essentially a, a new player handbook, right? Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. And it'd be really fun law writing, too. I feel yeah. Like. It'd be really fun exercise in world-building yeah. and law writing to, to throw that, that handbook down. Yeah, here's a free idea. Go do it. Love you, Bungo. Yeah, please. Um... I still have questions around like, you know, we'll we'll talk about the 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 raid in a second, but with that change in mind of resetting the floor, everybody's at the same starting point, I still have questions about how easy it will be to get to raid ready for day or week one raiding. Um because if you're a relatively new player, you won't have been able necessarily to stack bounties and get that boost at the start and that is a lot of how people get ready is a combination of that and playing the game a stupid amount in the first week um my my like current this week ideal vision is every season bounties are wiped bounty stacking is impossible everybody's starting at the same point if there's a raid coming, for if you're doing day one, you've got contest mode, treat it as a like fixed power thing. So not only is it a ceiling, but it's a floor. So everybody's coming in at the same fucking point. You can still do your build crafting, whatever, get all your, your stuff together. People will still be able to find their advantages that way. But at least then you're not like relying and almost demanding players to break themselves for a week straight or time before and with all the bounty stacking just to be close to ready for a day one raid. Mm. You know, like we, we, you know, it was our first shot at a day one raid with, with Deepstone and a number of us put in a lot of fucking time and we still only got halfway through after a whole was- day. I took the week before and the week of mm. Deepstone off, I think. Yeah. And there there were days where I was up until three or four o'clock in the morning mm. just grinding for that cap because I didn't have as much time. Yeah. Or in that case, chronic illness life, uh, energy. Yeah. To to sit there for sixteen hour days with the rest of you guys yeah. and play. Like I had other things going on in my personal life, but then also like health concerns yes. and then also just work. <laughs> yeah. So there were leading up to Deepstone, there were nights where I was up until three or four. Sometimes yeah. the sun was coming up when I eventually was like, I can't, I can't, yeah. I gotta go to bed. Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. It just it's unreasonable. 
Um, and what, like my observation, why I'm saying this is what I'm observing is a, is a trend towards making those end game activities more accessible. You know, they've made trials easier to get into. They've put day one raids on a Saturday. They've seen the benefits of having more people in them. Um, their servers can clearly handle that shit. Um, people who want to do a day run, day one raid are going to do it. They're going to find a way. But what if we just didn't require them to almost burn themselves out week one? Mm. You know? Um, yeah. Like, it's, it's hopeful. Um, I don't expect it to happen. I, I, don't, I definitely don't expect it to happen with this raid. Um, I would like to see it one day, though. Yeah. And I feel like that's the trajectory they're moving towards is ex accessibility. And, um, yeah, accessibility really is the only way to put it. And, it, and it's all aspects of its accessibility that mm. they're working with. And I think Bungie also understand kind of just organically through their community and communicating with their community that the community is, we're older. Yeah. <laughs> like the average Destiny player isn't 16, 17, 18. It's not yeah. like Call of Duty and Fortnite and Apex that swing a younger audience just by yeah. community and, and social the Destiny community are a lot of people who played D1 or played Halo. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are older. We have uni and work and families in some cases and jobs mm -hmm. and a social life, you yeah. know, um, or just a lot of us still can't, like we just don't have the physical energy to sit there for fucking 12 hours a day and play even yeah. when we can. So. And look, I did I did that last year for like five days for like <laughs> when think, he's hurt. I think five days straight I did at least twelve hours a day in Destiny between grinding and power leveling and whatever. There were days where we were where a bunch of us were eating breakfast, lunch and dinner together. Yeah. Like we would have movie breaks and eat our dinner together yeah. and have a drink and then get back into it. Like And like, don't get me wrong, it was during a pandemic, I was living yeah. alone. <laughs> I both needed it. And sometimes wished I was anywhere else, um, but it it shouldn't it shouldn't need that. It shouldn't yeah. need people writing guides on how to bounty stack and power level. Like you should just be able to do it. Like yeah. what 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 what? Why gatekeep that? I think you you raised a good point too, where people it didn't really become an issue or obvious or DSC and um, Beyond Light because a lot of us were in a position because of the pandemic and because of what was happening in the world where we needed it. We needed those friends. We needed that community. Mm. We had, we needed the distraction. Yeah. And I think now with the way the world is starting to open up and people are returning to work or finding work or traveling or having families or, mm -hmm. you know, just trying to make up for the two years that they feel like they've lost it's now obvious that it's not as flexible. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I was fortunate enough to be able to take time away from work and then also able to spend all that time grinding the shit out and it still didn't feel like it was enough. Yeah. You know? It just, 
We got to a point, we hit a wall. Like, granted, yes, as a group, inexperienced with a day one raid. Um, but still, the barrier to entry should not be how much free time do you have in the weeks leading up to it. The barrier to entry should be, have you built a good build for the way that you need to play for this type of challenge? Here's do you some have key a team? Yes. Yeah. Do you have a team that works well together? Have they all kind of set their builds up in a way that works well together? Do you communicate well? Like that should be what that challenge is, right? Mm. Not do you know how to power level some shit? Yeah. That's me anyway. That's what I think. I feel like they're moving in, in that direction. Yeah. I Trying just, to. It yeah. just won't be a swift change. It's not no. just something they can pull. It I mean, might take. Still could. It might it happen. Might take, I might be wrong. Yeah. It might take Witch Queen and then we might get that for Lightfall. Yeah. Um, I guess on that, the only thing we know about the raid as of this week is the date. March. Uh, March 5th, uh, US time, 10 a.m. Pacific, which for us means I think 3 a.m. Sunday morning on, the March, on March 6th. Yes, roughly. Uh, we've kind of set our time to just fuck around with a day one raid at... Uh, for me, 8 a.m. Um, so, we're, you know, we're not getting up at the crack of bullshit to do it with everyone else figuring it out for the same time. We're going to come in five hours later when maybe there's some information about how to get past the first encounter and then we'll fuck around a bit. Same thing we did with Deep, Deep Stone. We waited until there was information. We got up, had breakfast, and then got about halfway through. <laughs> Yeah, I think the only thing we've ever done a reset was uh, the actual Beyond Light DLC. Yes. That's yeah, the only we, time we've ever really gotten right, up at 2 or 3 o'clock to start I know you and it. I streamed during that, I think. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. And we'd also been like hanging out the day before doing the end of season event in the, in the last city watching the Traveler reveal itself. That was very fun. Yeah, except for in the beginning when it started moving and you all started gaslighting me into thinking it wasn't moving. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was, the Traveler's moving. And you're like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yeah, the pieces around the Traveler are moving and there's more sparkles. And you guys were like, you're, you, we're just standing in a different spot. <laughs> like, no, it's definitely moving. And, and you guys were moving. like, you, you, you're just looking at it from a different angle. And I'm like, I'm pretty certain that big chunk is getting closer. Oh, man. <laughs> And then I think slowly everyone was like, yo, wait, no, that's moving. And also it's getting louder. And I was like, I fucking told you. I actually think we, we, it wasn't us gaslighting you. We just hadn't actually noticed. And we were like, no, you're crazy. Because we spent so long looking at it with nothing happening. Like, I know my reality. It's moving. I was like, uh, it's getting sparklier. And you guys are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, it's got more green. And you guys are like, what are you talking Guys, <laughs> that was hilarious though, because I know there was a few people in my chat that were like, "No, I'm pretty certain she's right." Yeah, no, you were. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's change blindness, you know. It's a small change over a long period of time. You don't notice it. <laughs> I did a psych degree. Um, I'm a sneaky little bitch, and I notice subtle changes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so we don't know Life anything Life is else. changing. We don't know anything else about the raid other than the date. Um, we'll be there. Streams and that maybe. It, 
apparently it's going to be in the throne world. They have said that the raid will yeah. apparently be in the throne. That much was on the website for the Witch Queen since yeah. there was a website. Um, Which is interesting. Which yeah. to me says some of those throne world teasers could be part of could the raid, raid and they just haven't said. Yeah. I mean, we we were also, when the Beyond Light trailers were coming out, we were making the same guesses about that with Deepstone Crypt. We're like, is this from the raid? Is this from the raid? And I think maybe a couple actually were. Um, yeah, I think I think no a lot of us... I think a lot of us guess that inside the actual crypt itself, the Braytech mm. stuff, I think a few of us pointed it out and went, that's Bra like that's Braytech shit. Yeah. But then you also we went through Braytech Exoscience as part of like campaigns and empire hunts and, and lost sectors and, yeah. and exotic. Yeah, stuff true. Too. But yeah. Um so yeah, March fifth, sixth, which is I'm literally gonna check my calendar now, so I think it's five weeks away, roughly. Oh, uh, no, I was thinking more. So for us... Seven weeks. It drops on the 23rd, and then it's... So we've got a full week, and then it's the weekend after that first reset, um, which is the same thing they did with Beyond Light and, and Deep Stone. Which um, is what I was expecting, and that's why I took the week off. Yeah. But um, I have the privilege to be able to ask for that time off. That's it. Yeah. Knowing that, to be honest with you, knowing that an expansion was coming out and a new raid was coming out, I pulled a lot of overtime <laughs> so I could use the time and loot hey, for you raids. Make it work the ways you know how. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of other stuff from this tab, because we're already long, so we might as well keep it moving. Um, so obviously, we kind of have had this hinted, but Gunsmith is finally getting the vendor rework treatment, which I like. Yeah, which is good, but it means gunsmith materials and weapon telemetries are going away. Um, so catch every Destiny 2 streamer doing three-hour streams handing in gunsmith materials from here until February. Me? <laughs> I've got probably, I don't know, 20,000, 30,000 of the bitches just sitting in my vault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get, like, nothing out of it. I reckon maybe one or two good rolls. Um Maybe I'll, I'll I'll stream it and make some bets about getting anything worth keeping out of it. I very much doubt it. Oh fuck me! I have five thousand gunsmith materials in my inventory at the moment. Actually, where's okay? I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna grab my I phone. Just, I, I'm whenever gonna, I'm we, whenever right we, <laughs> whenever we podcast, I always have dim open on the side uh, because I I like to be able to pull that data up really quickly. Me, or like if I'm struggling with a weapon or a exotic name, I like to just look at it and pull it up real quick. Yeah. Okay. So I have two full stacks in my vault. So that's nine 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 nine. Um. So that's almost that's just under twenty thousand plus another four thousand sitting in the vault, and then in my inventory. Where is that? Oh, that's going to be harder to find, isn't it? No, there. General. Uh, fuck. I thought this would be faster. Inventory. Oh, oh yeah, I'm holding, another, I'm holding another like 5,000. So I'm sitting on like 30,000 gunsmith materials. <laughs> I was just looking at my inventory and I just remembered Vault as well and I'm in the same boat yep. pretty much exactly. Yep. Okay, so you and, uh, you, and I, you, you and I can start a stream at the same time and we'll race through them. But bearing in mind that we have to go and clear the postmaster every time it gets full. 
I also... <laughs> I just realised I've also got a fuckload of weapons I have to break down too. Yes. They're filling up my vault space, so I'm I about mean, to get me, more. Me too. Like, I, I need to basically go and do a bunch of cleanup because... I've got weapons I kept because I was like, oh yeah, this role might be interesting later. And I just never got around to trying them. Yeah, like, I don't know why I have eight servant leaders, but... <laughs> I mean, I've got like one and it's good. And so that's all I... Yeah, th that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. Throw away the garbage. No more gunsmith material spam because it really does just feel like spam. Yeah, and every time you break a weapon down, you get more. And it's like, I don't I don't want this. No. Get out. Can, can I put this in the bin too while yeah. I put the rest of the gun in the bin? Yeah. Um, the other thing going away is mod components, which have only been used to purchase mods from Gunsmith, sorry, Banshee and Ada. Um, so now it's just Glimmer to purchase mods. That's I think nice. it's like 10,000, they said. I think. Don't quote me. Speaking of going away. Yeah. Apparently Rahul's getting everything, so the spider's now going away. Well, the spider was already going away. They said Tangled Shore plus spider, bye-bye. But still, like, that makes it that little bit more real. Yeah. Big stinky, big chungus is going away. Yeah. Um, the big I mean, stinker. Rahul, yeah, so he's getting all the, like, vendor aspects of spider with the enhancement cores and, and all that. Because I don't like Rahul, but... Yeah, but... You can get the goodies. Um, he'll, also, he'll also be able to open umbral engrams, but not focus them. Oh, okay. Um, which potentially saves you a trip to the helm. Um, I usually get to a point where my inventory is just full of 10 umbral engrams, and then I dismantle them. Yeah. Unless I'm trying to, I don't know, get another extraordinary rendition. or yeah, I want like a particular bow or something. Exactly. Um, Oh, to be fair, what is the name of it? There's the Void Bow from Season of the Chosen. It's going to kill me. Um, it's really good. Uh, it's There's not many Void Bows that aren't exotic, and that's a good one. Um, shit, all I can think of is Threaded Needle. It's not that, because that's a fusion rifle. There's a Imperial Needle? Something like that. Something like that, and then there's Arsenic Bite, and then there was one that starts that's with arc. H that's really good, too. Yeah. That anyway. I, I don't have my inventory at the moment. Yeah, that's like, umbrals. There's not, there's not much to do with them, but every now and then I'll get a stack of them and just be like, I'm just going to open them, see what happens, and they're, they're usually all garbage. Yeah. So that's fun for Rahul, <laughs> I guess. Yay. Um, so we knew that Presage and... Harbinger. The Harbinger quest were going away. What we didn't know until this week is what was going to happen with Dead Man's Tail and Hawkmoon, two exotic weapons to drop with random rolls. Uh, I actually kind of love what they've done with this, where every week Zer will have both of them with a different roll. With a new roll, yeah. which is really great. So you fun. A little bit more particular about. Yeah. You can look role. at it and be like, not this one, thank you, Zer. And then wait and it'd be like, that's the one I wanted. Thank you, good day. Yeah. And then there's also the room for the community to be like, hey, Zer's got a really dope DMT this week. Oh, man. Like, they're already keeping him hostage for weird outcomes. So who knows what that does with this? I just realized I said Zer has dope DMT. 
Um, yeah, you want to smoke that hawk moon? Um, you know, the community can do what it does already, which is, hey, the role that so-and-so has this week is actually really good. Go get it. Yeah. Like, which is nice too. Yeah, exactly. Um, some catalysts getting moved around. Um, so Hawkmoon and DMT and Aegis Scepter are moving to having a drop on playlist activity completions, you know, random drop charts. Um, but also we're finally seeing the return of the Outbreak Catalyst, the Whisper of the Worm Catalyst, and the Fourth Horseman Catalyst dropping in the same way. But they have been absent as drops all year. (laughs) Maybe longer. There's been a few drops, actually, where people in our clan have gotten them and then gone, huh. Well, I think some of those were catalysts that have been added. Yeah. um, Like, that didn't exist before. But these are... Like Outbreak and Whisper were tied to the heroic missions. Mm. Fourth Horseman, I think, was a like seasonal event or like some weird event-based thing. I don't know. I never. I don't think I was actually playing at the time when that when that dropped. Um, but that's good. And they said they've um, reworked the Outbreak and Whisper catalyst so that they're not like obviously the exotic missions. Sorry, heroic missions that you needed to do to finish them don't exist. Um, so I imagine they're just like get kills with gun type quest. Yeah. Kill body, <laughs> kill hive, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Maybe outbreak is like get kills with the nanites that spawn. Whisper might be something to do with landing critical hits because that's kind of the point. Precision kills or precision hits or something. Yeah. I haven't used whisper in so long. It used to be my favorite. I mean, it, it used to be the meta for, for hit and damage. Yeah, stand, like back. weapons of light stand in a well, whisper of the worm in that motherfucker's face. It might come back with the catalyst, who knows? Yeah, well, with people getting it, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that, yes. Okay, I think, actually, I think that's that most- might have been it. That's mostly the big stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just the checking- movies and the artists. Um, people can go look at because they're actually linked in the TWAB, which is lovely. I'll be honest, like I read through all of that kind of chunky information and I felt like I needed to sit back and have a cigarette. I was like, this is too much. I didn't even look at the, the <laughs> I didn't even look at the, the other half of the, the TWAB with the, the art stuff, which I usually do. Um, so I might have to go look that up later. But it's a big old crunchy week for upcoming changes. Yeah. It's ex- it's exciting because to me it's growth. Yeah, and that's what I love. Um, a lot of this is is Destiny identifying areas where I wouldn't say the community is unhappy, but it's definitely areas where they're kind of letting themselves down a little bit in mm. terms of game like player retention sure. and player satisfaction, and they're saying, "Hey, we we get it. This bit mm. sucks. Let's fix it." Yeah. Which yeah. I really enjoy. It's it's interesting the um I think the one that's most interesting to me is like the the changes with the blue drops. Mm. Um so as someone so last year the game Outriders came out. Believe it or not, that came out last year. Um I played a bunch of it because it's on Game Pass and I was like, yeah, this seems cool. It's like Gears of War plus Destiny in a in a really reductive sense. Um but they have settings in that game around like setting a level below which everything auto dismantles 
and yeah, Destiny hasn't quite gone that far. Um, but that like once you get to a certain point in in that game in Outriders, you basically need to do that because you're never touching those drops. Like mm. they're never improvements, and that has been the case since I've played Destiny. Is like once you reach a certain power level, you aren't touching blues. So I also why do they keep dropping? I also forget about shit until my vault is like, hey, your vault's full and the postmaster's full. You're going to lose this yeah. really nice drop if you don't stop. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I've lost things before because my postmaster's jammed up with blues I didn't know dropped. Could be worse. One of our clan members uh, didn't realize the vault was a thing for the first whole year that he played. <laughs> Bless that man. His vault was atrocious when we're, he eventually yeah, found it. We're going to have to get him on here just to, just to, just to tell us how he plays the game. I think yeah, it's a real I trip. We talk about different clan members so much that I feel like sometimes we we will have to have a guest episode here or there yeah. to yeah, the shit. Yeah, mainly so we can laugh at them. No, not really. We're not like that. That's a lie. You and them will gang up on me. <laughs> And roast me. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I think on that note, before I start bullying you anyway, uh, that's kind of everything for this week, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I I don't know if I want to, like, even for the, so the next few weeks leading up to Witch Queen are going to be more of this kind of stuff where there's big updates, there's big kind of previews. I don't know if I want to do this every week, but this has been I good. Think we'll probably keep it for the bigger ones, like the yeah. more media, more kind of important information yeah. that comes out. And I th- we'll do I it. I mean, like this week, if we know, if they've like hinted or flagged that we're going to talk about this this week, we probably will in that case do another one of these. Um, but look, you and I both have stuff we want to get done before Witch Queen drops. So we will have plenty to talk about. Uh, my list includes trying to guild my Conqueror seal, uh, which I only got this season. So I have to run six GMs uh, before the season ends. Uzi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there's there's some things in there that that we can definitely talk about in the meantime until Witch Queen. Also, like. The community is going to keep being the community and doing just fucking fantastic shit. So yes. always down to chat about that as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. If you enjoyed this much longer episode, I think, what are we at? Hour and a half. Probably come down to just over an hour with the edit. Um, if you've enjoyed it, hit us with a like, a subscribe, um, tell a friend. Tell your clan, play Destiny for the first time if you never have. Uh, what else do we usually say? It's kind of it. Say hi to your mum. Say hi to your mum. Text your parents if you have a good relationship with them. Check in uh, on your I don't know where we're going with this. My brain is only thinking of bad versions of what you're saying. I would say kiss your homies, but um, it's a pandemic. Don't no. kiss your homies. No, stay six feet apart from your homies. And um, just do little kisses at them. Wear the masks. 
Tell your friends you love them. Send them a video on Snapchat of you blowing a kiss to them. Yeah. Tell your friends you love them. That. Do that. Uh, All right. Until next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.